Hello, and welcome to the first Business Talks with Tracy. And I'm so happy to introduce my very first guest, and it's Rohini. And she's the founder of Livewire Media, and they help uh, businesses how to market, market themselves with videos. And would you please uh, tell us a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, first of all, Tracy, thank you so much for inviting me to be the first guest of your podcast. I'm super excited for this. So as Tracy mentioned, I'm Rohini, the founder of Livewire Media. We do corporate videography and video marketing to help businesses really reach their business goals using the power of videos. And we do all types of videos from training videos to help internally to paid campaigns on Facebook. So whatever your business goals are, we can help you to achieve that using videos. Yeah, and, and we all need it. We know that it's more and more coming with like moving media. It's yeah. 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 So so when um when when did you start your business? Like what was the well originally we were known as Rohini Videography and that was from about eight years ago now. And then last year we rebranded to Livewire Media to incorporate more of the services that we provide for clients. Yeah, and what was the reason? Did you have like a job before or did you go from school straight to start your business? Well, in videography, we'd always done videography for businesses and we always had a focus on the video marketing aspect of things. But then we found that clients kept kind of needing other services like photography, graphic design, website design, etc. So Part of the rebrand is one, to show that we're stepping up our game, but also to incorporate the other services that we wanted to recommend to our clients. So not just video, not just video production, but also photography as well. And the previous name didn't quite cut that new image that we were trying to portray. Yeah, so now you have more more services than when you originally started. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, I understand that you need more. You don't need just the video. You need the whole branding package sometimes. And uh, when, when, when you started your business, like what was the biggest challenge you had? I'm thinking of new business. If, if they listen, no, like what? Really it was shifting from an employee mindset to a business mindset and then from the management mindset to the leadership mindset. So it was that transition of knowing what, to do and not what not to do I didn't know what I didn't know so I was having to find the right people to surround myself with who would help me to learn and get to that next level in my mindset that I needed to in order to progress in my life essentially so that was the biggest challenge and just elevating my mindset to the place where it needed to be at yeah and now today do you have other challenges that are in your business always <laughs> always yeah, that's business life yes <laughs> yeah, um, obviously with managing a team that comes up with its own internal challenges as well like developing people skills as well learning new services taking on new services taking on new clients etc it all comes with the challenges that kind of come with growing a business essentially yeah yeah yeah, that's how we grow. <laughs> that's exactly, how we grow. exactly. But I'm blessed now that I've got myself a really awesome network. So if I ever need anything, then 
I've got somebody there who can always help me. And then I've got an incredible mentor as well who tells me things that I don't know that I need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all need like support and mentors for sure. And, yeah. and like when you started out, what, what areas was easy for you? Because there are always some areas that are not that difficult and then some are. For me, it's literally just picking up my camera and filming. That was the easiest part of it. But yeah. a lot of the people within the video industry, especially at that time, they were very much used to just content creation, making really nice looking videos. But nobody really knew about marketing, at least in the video production space. Nobody really knew, knew how to run it as a successful business. They already, they only really knew how to run it as like effectively a, a sole trader. And that wasn't really my end game. So when I was speaking with people in my niche, it was a very, very small niche because not many people wanted to do video production and video marketing simultaneously. And when I started mentioning that to like clients to say, well, I can make you this really nice looking video, but I can also help you to use it as a tool to get you the results that you're looking for. It's like a light bulb just went off in their mind. I thought, why, why are more people doing this? So yeah. it was easy from the content creation point of view in the beginning, but the, one of the other challenges that kind of came with that is turning this content creation into an actual business that stood out from the competition. Yeah, because like when not that many people are doing it, they don't know the need for it. Maybe you have to sell it more. Or yeah, exactly, exactly. When I, I studied media at um, university and I kind of knew that within the media industry, like it's all about who you know, not what you know. So I networked a lot with businesses when I was at university. And luckily those connections paid off because when I left, I was like, right, people, I need some money. Come at me. What have you got? <laughs> and my dad happened to get this really nice um, latest camera at the time. So he let me use that to make corporate promo videos for these businesses that I'd networked with. So by the time I'd, I'd left university, I already had like a, a network, if you like, of business owners who were interested in what I do and, and vice versa. So I was very fortunate in the sense that in the beginning, clients were kind of coming to me, but I very quickly realized that there was a huge gap in the market where video content creators, just like myself back then, they knew how to make a really great looking video, but they didn't know how to use it as a tool to get the client the positive results that they were looking for. And so there was a bit of a catch-22 situation where the business owner would have to either learn the marketing themselves, which they didn't really have the time for, or really the desire, or two, they would have to spend even more time finding somebody who was competent enough to understand marketing and help them to use those videos as a tool. So I figured right from the beginning, when I formed Rohini Videography, the original business, why not just combine the two and make life a lot, a lot easier for more and more corporate businesses? And it just made sense to them from that point onwards, really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, why would you not want to take marketing into the videos? I mean, that's brilliant. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so how have um, COVID influenced your business? I mean, everything went online overnight. So, I mean, that should have been good for you or what, like, like business-wise? I mean, it's not good. Um, so during the pandemic here in the UK, social media usage went up by, I believe, at least 43%. And 
80% of videos at that time were, no, 80% of social media content at that time was from videos. So if you go on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever, 80% of that content is just videos and yet only 5% of videos of businesses were tapping into videos at that time. And so a lot of business owners realized that there was a huge shift happening. Some of them are a bit too late. They realized it's a bit too late, but they realized that there was a huge consumer shift happening where they realized, hang on a sec, my audience really enjoy watching videos. Maybe I should tap into that a bit more. So because I'm not one of those like marketing agencies that keep all their secrets to themselves, we're very much open and transparent. Like we literally teach people how to do what we do. And because I put out that much value, that much how-to type videos beforehand, the people that weren't necessarily taking action were now starting to pay attention and therefore take action as a result of it. So I'm not going to lie and say, yes, it was all fantastic and all very well, because last year was a very challenging year because we had to completely change the infrastructure of the entire team um, and even the business as well. So I ended up investing a lot of money into the business, into my mindset, into my growth and understanding how to do and essentially failing a lot in order to get to the point where I am now. Yeah. So in one sense, yes, it has been a really amazing blessing because it's helped people to realize the power of videos and therefore start using more videos, which has therefore helped my clientele. But also on the other hand, because because of the timing, it was very much a challenge at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, the whole behavior of people changed with COVID and we all yeah. went online like crazy for a while. I can see that people are less online now. Uh, in social media um, but still it like was the behavior was changing a lot <laughs> so that's yeah. why I was wondering so if I would start like a completely new business what would you give me what kind of advice would you give to someone starting out what should they think about when it comes to video creation first thing I would say is work on your mindset more so than your business because your life will grow directly in proportion to your business. So as you try and grow, you will obviously unearth like limiting beliefs. So if you don't tackle those and overcome those, you're going to be holding yourself back and essentially sabotaging your growth, which is obviously what you don't want to do. Second tip would be to surround yourself with like-minded people and even people who are better than you in the position that you don't desire to be in one day because that will also elevate you. They will help you to understand life in a whole new, completely different light that you may not have expected before. And my third tip would be, be consistent. That comes with like everything, be consistent with your growth and your mindset, be consistent with how often you post online as well. Finally, I'd say outsource as soon as you possibly can because there's a difference between working in the business and not on the business. And when you're working in the business, it means that your business is growing at a slower rate. So people often think that outsourcing is going to cost them money. And that's that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is by outsourcing this particular task, I'm freeing up my time, which will therefore help me to work on the business and therefore grow it and ultimately get more sales. 
So let me put that into a bit of context for you. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, I want to create my own videos, fantastic. You do you. But in that time that you're creating your own videos, you're having to not talk to other clients. You're having to not do sales calls, et cetera, not do things that are effectively growing your business. So by you source outsourcing that content creation to an agency, you're freeing up that time, allowing an expert to take over who knows more about this stuff than you do. And that can allow you to do other things that allow you to also grow your business at the same time. So that I think is the biggest challenge for a lot of people, like kind of learning to let go and understanding that actually if I outsource this, even though yes, it's costing me a bit of money, think of it like an investment. It's designed to help you to get your return back and then some. Yeah, I agree a lot. Like I agree so much with those things, especially what you say that you should use an expert because I think I did this like common beginner's mistake when I started out two years ago that I think many people do, as you said, they want to try to do everything by themselves. And instead of like taking an expert in to get help and get an expert help, they will go some courses, take some courses and try to do it by themselves. And the result is not as good as if an expert would do it. And the course and the time invested will cost much more than just bring in an expert and pay whatever that costs. So I totally agree with that. So it's very good points and like very common mistakes, I think. Yeah, um, I mean, if, if cash flow is an issue, by all means do it to a point, do it yourself to a point where cash flow is no longer an issue, but outsource it as soon as you can actually afford to do it because you will thank yourself in the long run for it. Yeah, and it's actually more expensive to do it yourself sometimes. I mean, you yeah. don't think so. You think that if you buy a cheap course and you can do it, um, but if you don't get any results, especially when it comes to sales and marketing, like marketing, if you don't know anything about it and start from zero, it takes a long time to get it, you know, to understand yeah. it. So I totally agree with that. Um, so what... What would like what's um, the most common services that you have for businesses when they come to you? What what do they ask for or do they know what they want or do you help them to know what they want? It really varies, to be honest, because some clients, they just want the videos to share internally to say their team members or investors. They might just want to send it as part of their proposal or share the video as part of their pitch. Other times they want to use the videos to raise their brand awareness online, to get more leads online. Sometimes they want to use it for their website for SEO purposes. There's a load of different ways that businesses can use videos. So it's really hard for me to say my clients only use it for this particular reason. I guess if, it, if I had to pick, I'd say the most common thing is social media marketing, but then even then they want to use it in another way usually. So if I'm starting out to do video, what should I think about? Like when I'm doing for Facebook or Instagram or something, TikTok? First of all, do your audience research. Know exactly who it is you're trying to target, why you want to target them in the first place. And when I say understand your target demographic, I really mean like understand what is their age, what language do they speak, how do they speak their language, do they speak, do they speak quite proper? Or do they speak more colloquially? Like, do they use more slang words? 
by understanding how, how they communicate, you can tailor your message in a way that they actually speak for themselves, which will help them to resonate with your message in a lot more detail. Understand their lifestyle as well. That's often one that's not talked about. Understand their lifestyle. What are they doing in their daily routine? What kind of jobs, et cetera, do they have? What kind of history do they have a family? Really build an in-depth picture of who it is you're looking to target. Because without knowing the bigger picture, you're kind of shooting in the dark and then hoping for the best. I see this happen a lot of times where people say, I don't know who my target audience is or my target, my product or my services would work for everybody. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> I sell to everybody. <laughs> and it won't because I can guarantee the more you start to think about it, the more you think actually they have these traits in common. This is what my client avatar actually is. Even write that down if you have to. Write down who exactly it is that you're looking to target. What are their interests? What are their hobbies? Really build an in-depth picture of what, what your clientele will look like. Sometimes you'll have multiple customer avatars, and that's completely fine. So that would be my first tip. Understand your audience in detail. Second tip is figure out really why you want to do videos because there's no point in putting videos out there for the sake of putting it out there just because it's the latest thing to do. You have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. Next thing is to understand your, the message, the core message that you want to put out. Don't be tempted to put in loads of different pieces of information within one, one video because it's going to get lost. People, I'll typically say as a rule of thumb, stick to one piece of information two maximum if you have to one piece of information within the video because that will help people to digest the information that you're sharing out and then my last tip would be to share your content consistently by posting like at least once a day minimum five times a week but but by posting once a day even if it's the same message kind of on repeat you help people to remember you so that when you put your um when they are ready to take you up on your services you're the person that they think of because you put out so much value for them in the first place so those would be my my tips for starting out the things that you kind of need to be aware of before you even hit record yeah yeah so so what were you saying the last thing cut off a little bit so if you just repeat i was saying to be consistent in your posting so post minimum five times a week if you can post seven days a week amazing but post daily if possible because that will help people to remember you your message so that when they are ready to take you up on your services or your product because yeah. you've been posting consistently they're much more likely to remember you and therefore take you up on your services and my last tip would actually be to set aside a marketing budget so increasingly, organic reach on social media is getting squashed. And that's just because social media platforms, they're a business as well. They want to make money. So what they tend to do is they tend to squash the reach of organic posts. And it's only when you pay into a campaign that you can actually get bigger results. So this kind of comes back into the tip that I said earlier about outsourcing. So set aside a monthly budget that you know is going to be designated to your marketing and your marketing only. That could include how much you decide to pay an agency. It could also include how much ad spend that you want as well. But 
don't think of it as a I've got this much left over so I can afford to spend that on my marketing because that can bring inconsistent results. What you want to do is find the money on a monthly basis and actually set that aside as a month monthly budget. And don't think of it like a cost. Think of it like an investment because that marketing budget, if your marketing is done right, it will actually help you to get your money back and then some. Yeah. So, but also, isn't it like when you do um, Facebook ads, for instance, you learn more about your audience, so you get a bit better hit when you do like the same ad over and over again, you get the better audience. I would say to understand your audience in detail before you even yeah. start about campaigns, because if you're at that point where you're doing ads and you're not really too sure who you're trying to target, you're potentially throwing your money down the drain. And also you can do what's called A-B testing. So if you hire an agency, they, they will know what all of this means. A-B testing is where you run different um, formats of the ad, essentially different descriptions, different images. It can be the exact same thing that you're promoting, but you're just putting out a slightly different message. And that's what's called A-B testing. And then by the end of the, when the test is done, Facebook, and even all other social platforms, they will present the test that's done the best performance for you. So what I would say is, if you, especially if you're starting with any new campaign, test to see, use A-B testing to see what works and what doesn't work. And then once you've figured out what works, input more money into that, into that particular campaign. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket and then kind of hope for the best. Yeah, and also you can stop like yeah, yeah and you can stop that so. and then increase that budget as in the when you know what works and the reason I say to do that is because you may think you know what actually works but you don't know that until you actually test it yeah no and what I was saying was also that if you see that the ad isn't working well you can always stop it like on you can see that oh this doesn't like get any engagement and all after one day or two days you can just change it and do another one yeah so it's, you shouldn't be scared of trying doing advertising because you can always try a little bit and see how it works um, definitely yeah so and like for the technical side like what would you like if you do a video can you just take a selfie video and put out on your Account yeah, or... are amazing these days. It's amazing what you can achieve on them. So they're, they're not as good yet for, as the professional cameras because like smartphone cameras are very good at kind of doing ad hoc videos, kind of like what we're doing now or if you're out and about. But if you want something a bit more professional looking, something a bit more cinematic, then definitely hire an agency or a production company to help you out in that respect. But you can make some really amazing videos using just your smartphone. And I do that all the time. So what I would say is make sure that you have really good lighting because lighting does play a key part in influencing people. I mean, kind of think about it. If you have half a shadow on your face, then that's going to essentially create distrust. Hollywood do this all the time in their movies. They use lighting to influence emotions. And one of the key emotions is if you have half face of shadow, then that they use that to create a sense of distrust because they know that psychologically that's going to influence people. So make sure that you have clear lighting. 
make sure that you also have a background that represents your business. So I personally prefer to have a plain background color like this because I can repurpose the content much more easily that way. You may prefer to have an office background or your factory background or even picture of a garden, whatever. Something that represents what your brand actually is. Secondly, I would also say um, have really good audio because people will forgive bad quality images, but they won't forgive bad audio because it's just irritating to watch and to even hear. So <coughs> you can get yourself some really good plug-in microphones for your smartphone, and that will make the audio much more crisp, especially when you're out and about as well, because you want to minimise the background noise and that will allow people to just specifically focus on what it is that you are saying. Maintain your eye contact with the lens as well, because when you're talking with somebody, you're looking at them in their face, aren't you? You're looking at them in their eyes. People can tell when you're looking directly past them or when you're not looking into their eyes. And again, that can create a sense of uncertainty, distrust. So by maintaining that eye level contact with the lens, you're actually engaging your audience and they look directly at you as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We have gotten so many useful tips now <laughs> about how we can do with our video marketing. And as you said, like we can do some things for our everyday posting maybe by ourselves. And then if we want to do something more, we should hire a professional to get help with those parts. I mean, we have different purposes for the videos we create, right? Yeah. So is it anything more that you would like to add that I should have asked about? That I think if you haven't started doing videos yet, then start doing them. If you're not too sure where to get started, then reach out to people. I mean, I have a personal Facebook group where I share in-depth video marketing tips and strategies to help people to get started. And even people who are more seasoned in videos as well, um, yeah, reach out to people. There's a ton of amazing resources out there to help you to get started in video content creation. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, I'm not comfortable being on camera, there's actually ways that you don't have to be on camera and yet you, you can still do videos. I always say to people, like, people often say to me, I don't, I want to do videos, but I don't know how to do it without me physically being in them. And they, they could have multiple reasons for not wanting to be in their videos. It could be confidence, it could be lack of time. So we do animations for clients. They're a really great way of getting your brand out there, getting your message out there without you having to physically be on camera. You can also get your team members to record videos as well. So if you have a small team around you, even if they're all virtual, you can get them to record a quick video just to say who they are, what they do, and why they chose to work with your company, what their values are as well. Client testimonials as well. Chances are if you've done a really great job for somebody, they're going to be willing to get on camera and share a few words, positive words, about the service that, that you provided to them and what their problem was beforehand. The key with video testimonials is to get them to share the problems that they had beforehand and then talk about how you were able to solve those problems and then what the final result actually was. That's what makes a really good video testimonial. You could also do behind the scenes content too. So I guess an easier example would be if you work in a factory or a print business, you can show you the process of your product being made. 
and that goes for any product industry actually, show the process of your product being made, show people behind the scenes. I do this all the time when I'm going on a shoot, I show people what exactly we're doing behind the scenes. I go live about what we have been doing on that particular day. And what that does is it takes the pressure away from me, but also it helps to one, maintain my brand awareness and two, I don't have to always physically be on camera to do that. So if you want to start doing videos without being on camera, those are my top tips. Having said that though, videos have been proven to perform so much better if they have a recognized face to the brand. So especially if you're a sole trader, definitely put your face to the brand because people are doing directly business with you. It's one of the key reasons why businesses have mascots, for example, because they have a familiar face to recognize that brand with. So don't use those tips that I've just shared with you as a way to shy away from videos. Instead, embrace it, overcome your fears, overcome your challenges and think, well, you, trust me when I say you'll feel a lot better after doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good you mentioned that. I was thinking about that too, like to ask what do people do when they are afraid to be on camera because it's not comfortable when you're not used to it. I mean, the first video I made was one minute and it took me a whole day to do it, I think. <laughs> like when... <laughs> So it takes a while to just, you know, do it. And so it's good there are options to do other things than just show your face because it's it's scary when you're not used to it, I think yeah definitely it's like going on a stage but you see yourself and you can edit it and you can delete it <laughs> so yeah so thank you we have gotten a lot of useful tips from you uh, so anyone can start um, and if they want your help where could they reach you where will they find you they can find me across all social media at livewire media uk and if they want to join my private members Facebook group, that group is called Video Marketing and Social Media Tips and Strategies. And you can find that by searching on Facebook. Great. Thank you. And I will post the links uh, with this part too, so you can find them. And yeah, so thank you so much for joining me uh, for the first podcast. Uh, and um Dude, <laughs> that's it. So thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I hope I talk to you again later. Bye. Amazing, amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.